0: You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts, creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at matthewlelandcox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this.
1: So today's show, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think most of us think about, but don't know how to go about doing it. And this topic is a very simple one. It's about being yourself simple. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to explore it. We're going to see what we can come up with. So if you're driving in your car, if you're at home cleaning away, whatever you're doing right now at four o'clock in the afternoon in Las Vegas, um, or if you're listening down in California or wherever, anywhere else the Foundation's been and you follow us, we're going to be talking about what it means to be yourself and why that isn't so important in today's life and society and just being alive, Why? what it means to who you are, and, and continue to live life according to how you view the world. So we're going to explore that. Here we go. So William Shakespeare says, you know, I, I like to quote William Shakespeare once in a while. He says, God's given you one face, and, one ma- and, and you make yourself author. So I like, it's, it's kind of an interesting quote that he gives. He just says, you know, you're given one face. So there's nobody like you. You're unique, there's only one you. And, you know, that's something you have to think about, that I am nobody but myself. And so you have to think about what does that mean? How does that look? How does that feel? How many uh, um, of us kind of, as you think, we're always trying to, when we, we've lost so many careers over time, and and if you think about it, if you've had jobs, if you have been in many careers, you can lose all the careers, but once you lose The whole thing of trying to be something and to be someone. Because in our lives, when we start at a young kid, as a little boy or girl, we're constantly bombarded that we have to be something. You got to go to school. You got to be this. You have to have a career. You have to do this. You have to own this. You have to have this. And so constantly, it's bombarded that we have to be something or, and not somebody. And so someone means that what is it that you're trying to strive for? What is it that you're moving towards? You know, you never been... Um, ha, I, I want you to sit back. If you're driving or you're thinking, have you ever been in a social situation when suddenly it just hits you like a ton of bricks that you're not acting like yourself? Everybody's been there. You're You're putting on a facade or you're trying to be something you're not because it's the environment that you're in. And you're trying to function and 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 mold and be a chameleon and or so create a whole another persona and maybe your loved one or your spouse looks over and goes, "What are you doing? Or who are you? <laughs> I, I don't know this person." And so we all at times play various roles in our lives. For example, the mask. I has any if you've ever seen it, go buy the movie or go just rent it. It's called The Mask with Jim Carrey, and that whole movie was based on. We all try to be something that we're not. And if you remember the movie, if you've never seen it, Jim Carrey finds this mask floating in the water, and he grabs it, and when he puts the mask on, it gives him the ability to do whatever he wants, shape, shift, do whatever. He he has all these magical powers that he can become whatever. And so it represents that, you know, as you go on in the movie, it, it talks about the masks we wear. And the, the Greek, th- th- you know, the ideas of the Greek history and stuff is that we all do wear certain masks in our lives. We wear that mask that people, you you, you don't want to be yourself um, unless you're around certain crowds. So I want you to think about this. When is it that you're actually you can actually be honest with yourself and say, I am myself when I'm with X, Y, and Z? So maybe it's with an old high school buddies. Maybe when they come into town, that's really who you are when you get out and let your hair down that's who you were when you were young and that's who you are now so you can become yourself and be active and be and have no reserves in, in a healthy way now now but you can be down and right and not try to hide behind a mask or, or or some sort of facade maybe it's with some family members but i know with certain families that i've worked with in the past there's dynamics that a lot of people hide themselves from their families or they don't have any communication with their families so the family doesn't know anything or you have that whole middle child or whatever kind of syndrome where when you do meet with the family you sit down with them and they're they're like what are you doing and so the mask is you have to act like you're doing more than you really are I'm doing this I'm doing that and and you have to kind of sell them on something or try to make them feel like you're above what you really are trying to create in your life. And so that's a mask of an illusion that you're really more than you are because there's an insecurity there going on. So it's all these masks. So it could be with buddies. It could be with friends. It can be with whatever it is, where the area that in your life you are freed of worries about what others think is it's that's what you got to kind of think about. What, in, what areas in your life do you have free worry that you don't care if anybody judges you or you don't worry about who you are? Or do you live every day thinking on, I got to be this, I got to be glamorous, I got to do this, I have to do this. Um, there are no halves to. You choose to do what you want to. Um, greatly, we're blessed to have that freedom of choice here in this and in, in where we live and what we have. We have certain freedoms a lot of people don't have. And so it's been shown in the past that, you know, not, not only when we look at certain things, we project an image to the world. So people show them true selves in other ways, but they, they wear masks, and that's what they try to project on certain images to us in the world. I wanted to make sure I'm clear on that. So you'll wear certain things, you'll do certain objects, and you'll put certain things. Maybe you're a depressed individual and you sit in the home all the time. And you worry, 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 worry that everything's going to happen. But then when you go out in public and you're with somebody or you in a function at work, you put this smile or this fake mask on, you're somebody totally different. And that you have it all together. So if you're listening, if you're that person, that's a stressful world to live in. Because you're constantly this way in one area and then you're running another purpose in another. So we're running governing, governing purposes, multiple governing purposes all over the place. So how do you feel when that occurs? You're overwhelmed. You're running yourself ragged. So I'm acting one way this way. And then when I'm in this certain situation or environment, I act another way. So it's hard when we do that. And we all do it. Nobody's free from this. You'll say, I am a businessman. And maybe you're not such a great businessman, but you live that facade as a businessman and so you put on the facade, you go buy a rich car. Uh, I don't know what a rich car is nowadays. Um, maybe it's a, a little bug uh, that might be a rich car, <laughs> whatever it is. But whatever you feel that makes you look that part, I have to be that way. And maybe you have a good car. It doesn't mean you have to have a nice car to put that. That's just something you have. So I'm not saying it, it's about it. it's what you think in your mind. That's what I want to get us clear, is that it's the perception that you're trying to give the world if it's false or right. So if it's a false perception for an insecurity, something that you have insecurity with, then that's what we call a mask. Now, there's always that saying, and we're going to come back from a break here in a sec, and we'll explore that saying, fake it till you make it. Um, there's some truth, and there's some things that you got to worry about when it comes to that, and we'll talk about it. But this is a general topic that anybody listening can... Kind of relate with. Now the crazy thing is that w- this is a big thing. The mask is it's a habitually re- surface thing that comes in a certain type of situation that will serve your serve your self interest. So these masks occur. They're big, huge collections of them. You have all sorts of types. So it's whatever surface or whatever thing it's going to serve your own. Self intention. So if you are uh, needing to wear a mask to be the best father, but behind the scenes you're not, that's a mask because you just got to be yourself. If that's not something you're good at, if you're not a good dad, not saying that you are yelling, screaming, and being mean, maybe you just are a workaholic and you're not always there. And so you have to put a mask on with other people around acting like you're the best dad in the world. So what is it? What would be the scary thing to let people know? Here's me. I do this. This is what I do. Uh, Maybe you're not proud of it, but you try your best. And it's just being yourself because, again, there's only one of you out there if you're listening. There's only one Mike, if you're a Mike. There's only one Matt. I'm a Matt. There's only one of me. There's maybe 10 million other people named Matt, but there's only one Matt Cox. And so that's the thing is that I know who I am. In some situations, we always question it. And we struggle with it because this is a struggle that's been over time, trust me, that all of us have struggled with being ourselves. So things that also come a lot is the environment. Let's Let's talk about the environment. So the environment is very evident. And when we have an environment that we're in, it's either that we're uncomfortable or something's going on. So We look at the environment around us and that's how we mold to what mask we're going to wear and not be ourselves. Now, there's some people just have a talent that, don't get me wrong, they're, they're themselves and they're crazy and they're fun and they jump all over the place and they are definitely themselves because they've learned to embrace themselves and embrace the inner power that they have and let that show. Now, has it? Is it hard to do that? Yeah, it, it's taken probably a long time and I'll share some stories of individuals over time that have done that, but this is a this is something that just doesn't come out of the woodworks. you have to work at it, so the different masks we wear the high pressure performer um you know if you're a high pressure performer, if you're always worried to get things done, be that perfectionist now, if I have any perfectionists, listen, they drive they try to be you know perfection is a is an interesting term. We use it a lot when you're in the industry when helping people is perfectionism. Is something that is we call getting control of your own life. Something's occurred. If you look back in your life, you were out of control or something was going on. And so a lot of perfectionism is due to gaining control in your life. So, hey, if that's you, embrace it. You want to be in control of something. But embrace why it is occurring so that you don't offend and, and try to control others around you. You have to understand why that occurs. And and also if you're the, kicked back easy going person, you have to embrace that because um, sometimes people get offended if you say hey you're always late, okay I'm a habitual person that's late, so if you're somebody that's constantly late, um, that's you embrace it, or change it if you don't like it, <laughs> so that is, it only comes back and forth. Now, who are you? Now, when we have people that try to imitate or be other people, the lesson is that this happens, this problem's been happening over the history of time. It's the oldest thing in history that we've all tried to imitate and be other people that we aren't. And and let me give you something that, um, here's a story. We'll just talk real quick about Charlie Chap Chapman. If you know who Charlie Chapman is, he was one of the um, comedians back in the way day in motion picture with no sound. And now uh, when he first started, one of the directors wanted him to imitate a German comedian that uh, Charlie Chapton was familiar with. But um, he tried, but it wasn't a popular thing. It wasn't working for him. That wasn't who Charlie was. And so he had a hard time over times. And it wasn't until he knew that he wasn't that person and he started acting like himself is when he started becoming very popular. Same with Bob Hope, Bob Hope wasn't everybody knows who Bob Hope was, but he started out with the dancing and singing, and his career was his actually first part of his his career set it was he was doing the dancing and singing and everything, and he, he didn't do too well at it, and he was also trying acting and It wasn't until he started cracking jokes and being a wise cracking jo- or wise man or cracking or becoming a comedian he then took off, and that's where he found out that's who he was. He was that guy that was the joking and everything. And it, and if you know who Will Rogers is, I'm just going to throw this in. If anybody doesn't know who it is, it, he used to be a, a a entertainer when he would twirl the rope. He was kind of a cowboy that would twirl the rope and do tricks with his rope. And um, he wasn't too popular until he started realizing when he started putting his humor with twirling the rope. And he started learning what he was is just not a rope twirler. It was, he was a funny guy too. So he started acting like himself because outside of performing when he was throwing the rope, he was always cracking jokes and being funny and doing things and, and having that humor. And so he added it into his act and became very well. So it's that kind of thing. It's finding out who you are and not trying to imitate people. Even in Hollywood, if we look at Hollywood is the greatest place of imitating other people. But, you know, it also, it's also finding out if you've, ever sat down with an actress or an actor, they'll always tell you that it's not, they've already had a Brad Pitt, a, a, all those great actors and, and you, all the ones that are already been there. They don't need them. They've already had that person. So they're always looking for somebody that's going to act like themselves and come up and bring a different personality to it. So that's what a lot of the uh, directors and actors, when I was in school, when we would go and talk about it or interview them, um, some of the small town ones, kind of, so not any big ones. I didn't get to have any big interviews. But what I learned, even if you're a small director or whatever, you're looking for somebody that was willing to be themselves. So then it shows on screen because you get that more realistic look and feel. Because if you can tell somebody that's trying to act. Now, if you think of anybody that if you've ever been around somebody and and you know they're putting that facade and they're wearing that mask and they're not being themselves, it's an uncomfortable conversation if you can fill it. But then it's also, you have to look at it to where you can uh, also step back. So there's different masks. There's that we, uh, we talked about the high performer. We talked about the conformist. That's an interesting one. The conformist, that's an interesting mask. If you see, if you wore that mask, it's believing who you are and trying to put on a facade that you're something that you're not. So you conform. You start believing uh, not what you're in or what you want. You, you try to conform into this society or group. So the conformist is a very interesting one. The diplomatic mask, you have the poor me mask, the aggressor. Oh, I love this one. The criticizer. The criticism mask is whoever wants to criticize. Everybody else is wrong, and uh, and you hide behind that mask that everybody else has that false. What about others' faults? Not mine, not mine, and hide behind that. And it's very... Very bad. You have the the bargainer, somebody that's a bargainer that tries to bargain things. So these are just a few masks. I'm just going through a few of them here. And think about it. So how do we do this? Why do we uh, pretend in our life? So think about that. Why do we pretend to wear these masks throughout life? And it all forms back during our childhood. I know we're all a bunch of, you know, when we look at it, we always say, well, it all comes back with our childhood. But it does in a sense of how were you raised and what was going on. And those masks that you created when you were younger. Because remember when you were a child, you learned to be in a make-believe world. Because we always have that imagination. And we don't care what others think. So we'll go out and start playing Superman. We'll start playing whatever, G.I. Joe's. And we're just having a great time and playing or using our imagination to um, enjoy the world and be us. Um, so you know for me when I was young it was Superman. I loved to play Superman when I was little. Um, but as we grow up and we become independent adults and we try to make it in this world and in the world we know as adults to survive, sometimes we start trying to wear masks and know that we can't. And it wasn't until we start realizing that the mask you wear, does it really fit? Is it really you? Does it make sense? And so it, it can become very uncomfortable. Because also it becomes a, a part of your personality, almost that you can't act any other way. So some people know that it's deeply rooted as a as the time goes on, and we see that it's integrated into our personalities, and we acknowledge it, and we say, you know, our comments, it's just who I am, it's just, this is how I am. I can't be any other way. And you're in that speed, it's due to wearing the mask so constantly and hiding behind that Uh, And I hate, you know, I'm going to go there is that emotional pain that we try to hide behind. And it's that emotional pain that gets us in trouble to where we don't be ourselves. Because we're worried if anybody knew me, if you truly knew me, would you really be my friend? And you always ask that. If somebody really truly knew you, would they still hang out with you? Would they still love you? And would they still be your friend? And that's our greatest fear as people. And that's why we wear those masks is, you know, knowing who yourself is. And choosing to be yourself is a big thing. So you have all these, in, you know, we all have these idiot secrecies that we do. We also have these other things that are not so pleasant. But it's just that willingness. Know yourself. Build up on the deeper understanding of trying to find out what it is. So I'm going to share a story, you know, growing up with a learning disability and talking about that. And it's such. A, it's still, it goes right into what we're talking about, being yourself. You know, growing up with a learning disability from a young Child going into my teenhood, it was hard because you had that insecurity that you didn 't know what you were and who you were because everybody else was saying normal and what does normal look like and so i didn 't fit the norm because i didn 't do well in school i didn 't do well in other areas, and I was always forgetting things as far as um you know dealing with ADhD and getting in trouble and so i just i i learned to i liked the mask that i when I was going through and researching this. I learned to be the conformist. <laughs> I added another word there. And so in that process, it's because I, in my environment, I felt very insecure. And in my environment, I didn't know who I was. And so in that environment, I created, just like when I was a young child, I created a make-believe idea. And I'd always sell it. So in, in my life, I've always had to sell myself to others because i didn't believe in myself it wasn't till a few years ago going through school and college and and accomplishing certain things i started realizing this topic was a huge topic for me because knowing oneself and then choosing to be yourself regardless of the shortcomings and follies and all the stupid things you do it's still who you are and it's that willingness to be okay with that and move forward in in life And it's not worrying about if I don't have this or I don't have that and I don't um, fit up to the Joneses down the street. It doesn't matter because, again, there's only one you, and you bring a lot to the table, and you have to learn to be okay with that. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about why it is, and I'm going to use growing up with a learning disability and and how I overcame it, and and I still overcome it every day because it doesn't matter who you are. It's something you have to wake up every day. And choose to be yourself and I want you to make sure you understand that is that this is a choice it's something that's always going to creep in when you get into certain social settings or social events that you want to become like that other person so we're talking about being yourself knowing oneself and choosing to be yourself every day this is a hard hard thing and I know it's a it's a small topic And uh, we entertain it all the time. So think about this. When you're driving down the road every day or when you're in your house or wherever in your silent domains, you think constantly because as a human being we live in our minds. This is where everything takes place. All our our, uh, problems in the world come from um, not trying to be ourselves. So a lot of our psychoses and everything we have that uh, affects us as human beings comes from trying to play different roles or all the worries that come from it. So all those things that do cause the problems that we have in the world. And it breaks it down in the emotional breakdowns that occur. So all those emotional breakdowns and all all the people that end up in, in that state, it's because of this topic, one of the things, and also it comes into constantly worrying every day. So it's knowing yourself and building up an, a deeper understanding and the tendencies behind why you do the things and why you wear those masks and being willing to express that and 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 also hold yourself accountable when that occurs. That's the hard part is being willing to look at it and step away from yourself and look at yourself from a distance, and and analyze it to where you you're doing it in a healthy way. As long as there's some factors, you know, and as you look at relationships and having an understanding and an opening of an inner in a a more your more inner belief, and I call it a belief system because there's a belief system that does occur in our lives that causes the behaviors we do. And so if you're listening, you've probably heard me, if you've ever heard me in session or in a training, you've heard me over and over note say this, that the belief system that occurs in your mind, I believe this because of this. This event occurred in my life, and so I have this belief or understanding, and this is why I behave the way I do. And we all do it. So any pain or any emotional things. So we go back when I was growing up. I can show only share because I'm only one dimensional right now. I can't share because I don't hear you. So you can call it if you'd like, 731-1230, if you have any story that you'd like to share or just conversation. So we're looking at this. So when I was younger as a learning disability child, and I still am I'm a learning disability adult. It hasn't went away, unfortunately, but I embrace that power and I'm okay with it. And I move forward. Now, Do I, it, does it hinder me every day? Of course. I fight it every day and I have to choose to be myself and not behind, hide behind those masks. And so as I grew up in high school, a lot of times I would hide and I wouldn't let people know that I struggled in certain areas of learning because I felt that it would tarnish their look at me. So th- what I was projecting to them was a more because I found my success in sports. I was very good in soccer. So I hid behind that mask as far as being the soccer player. It was good. What I, I did it very well. But then I didn't do so well in the, the the school setting. So I constantly hid behind that feeling. And so one of the things, the mask I wore was the... Um, and I'm going to just repeat some of these masks here. Was... why well, I already said that. The conformist. Is that I conformed in all sorts of groups. I was always conforming even if it was um, <laughs> if I met some drama people in school it was cool I conformed to him I, I, I hung out with them. I didn't care if I met people that were religious I conformed to him I hung out with them. it was that what that was my way of dealing with my insecurity and worrying that I was not fitting into the mold at that, that time and so as time went on I learned that um, I hid behind those masks to so that people didn't judge me or I didn't feel like they didn't want to be around me, but unfortunately, it's it's who I am. I was born. I didn't choose to get born, or I didn't choose to be born in the circumstance I'm in. None of us have. So if you're dealing with anything, if you were you were born in a situation that wasn't pleasurable, or maybe you were born in a great situation, doesn't matter. But the biggest thing is you have to look at it of uh, how you want to see things. Now Mark Twain said this: If you you if you tell the truth, you do not have to remember any any other thing. It also supports that you uh, you open to seek others and help and your help and be willing to be there to vindicate for others when they need you. So he was talking about it's like if you if you're true about yourself, because um, greatly I always tell this to parents when I work with parents. They say my kid always lies. I says, okay, well, it it is you can't control that. You can't stop them from lying because that's a free agency. You can't set them up to lie either because that's not right either. You don't want to set them up to be a liar. And so they'll always try to entrap them in lies. And I always tell them this. I says, the worst thing a child can do or a human being can do or even an adult is lie to yourself. Because if you tell the lies to yourself, it's going to hurt you more emotionally than anything. So these facades that we create, just like when I was a young kid, I constantly created these these facades or these masks to to hold back the emotional pain and not let people see who I truly was. But until I truly embrace my inner power, I always say my inner power, and that means me. It's no bigger, no worse. But even and and we all have these up and downs because even through life, after I learned how to deal with that. You know, I had, there's other upsets that you'll have where you might go through an emotional thing with a spouse or a couple where you have an emotional divorce or something else happens where it just throws you for a loop and you start not being yourself again. So things will always happen because life is a roller coaster. You'll get control of it a little bit and you'll be feeling good and you're being yourself and then bam, something hips and then you hit into an emotional down spiral or out of control and then you start putting those masks on and pulling them out of the closet and putting them. So that's why I'm saying know yourself and choose every day to be yourself because it's constant. So an emotional part of it, say something happens, I'll share another part of, of growing up and also being an adult, is that when an emotional thing happened in my life in my mid-adulthood, uh, around in 20, when I was 23 or, well, actually 24, I started uh, seeking comfort through food. And that was one of my things that I found is that I I hid behind that mask because I was not um, willing to face those those things that I was struggling with. So as time went on, I went from a very athletic person to almost, I almost hit 300 pounds very closely, and it was hurting my health. And so I had to choose to see what I didn't want to see, which was that emotional pain again. Those old records I was playing and not being honest with myself and so that emotional pain was causing what I always say I was emotionally eating at that time. And so it was struggling with not willing to look deeply and realize what was going on in the whole aspect of things. And so it, it's an onset that comes all the time. Being yourself is not nothing new in the world. And really you're sitting there going, what does that mean? And, and I am, I'm being myself every day. And you're always having that inner emotional torme- turmoil. turmoil. (laughs) I made another word up. I have to laugh. So there's me being myself. So it's, it's fun that as you look at it, all these little things we do, it's okay. And you look towards um, the feelings that you're having in your life. You got to catch them and not worry about all these other little things that you have no control over. So let's look at it. So last thing, you know, as, as we're coming towards our next break in a minute. But before we get there, we're going to talk about some of the things that we can do to enlighten ourselves a little bit or become ourselves a little bit more. And I want to end on this or start talking on this a little bit is, is purpose. If you are always constantly looking to be something else, and this is where people get into that whole rut, rut and the whole cycle of not being themselves and worrying about, I have to look like uh, Britney Spears or Tom or uh, who else, Brad Pitt, all these great actors. And I have to wear those clothes and I have to have that car to be successful and be something and make something. So again, it goes about being something, not someone. And and again, you're unique. So if you are whatever, it's to having that purpose. If you're going to be just that ordinary person and you're okay with that, be the best ordinary person you can with the biggest smile. If you're going to be the best mom you can, and that's all you have, and that's all you want to be, then be the best mom you want to be. Don't worry about what you can't be or what you need to not have. Because as people, as human beings, we're always worried so much what we don't have instead of what we do have. How much would you sell your arm if I cut it off and you can sell it to me? What would you sell me your eyes for a billion dollars? You've got to be grateful for what you have if you have great eyes. And you can see so far if you have a great arm or two pairs of arms. It doesn't matter. It's, it's looking at what you have, not what you don't have. And if you are struggling, like when I work with a lot of kids with learning disabilities or physical disabilities. I remember uh, I was down in California. And it's cha- this, this, uh, this story changed my life or this experience. I was working with a young lady that uh, we had a workshop with her mom. And her mom was telling me all about the lady, young lady. She's going into high school or college. She's just getting ready to graduate college. She's all excited. And um, she was just so excited for her daughter. And she was so worried at the same time because her daughter was in a wheelchair and she didn't have her functions of her legs. And um, she was always, she was born that way. And so she she was a, a, a very worried mom that not everybody was going to accept her and she was worried about it and, and, so there was a lot of anxiety coming from the parent side. And so I says, well, you know, it, it was on a Saturday. And I says, well, for Sunday, since I'm down here in California, part of the foundation, I do one-on-one coaching with the kids and parents. And so we set up a session. And so when they came, it was so cool to meet her for the first time. And I remember when this young lady came into the uh, into the office I was using, and she rolled herself in there with her wheelchair she can only use one hand just barely to move the functions and and she was kind of slightly bent over with her neck cuz she was you know she didn't have a lot of motor, motor skills but as i sat there and we started talking and i was there purely just to help her get ready to transition into college and she had some worries as as a, any teenager does she was sitting there as she started expressing her needs and her feelings I listened. I didn't even say anything for a good period of time, and I listened to what she was telling me, and she was so well-spoken, and she knew what she wanted, and she says, the only thing I worry about is that they won't like me, and they won't accept for who I am because I know I'm a good person, and I'm a loving person. And she sat there in the wheelchair, and she talked to me back and forth, and we talked, and I could relate. I didn't have the physical part, but I knew what it meant to have an an intellectual disability, which is just as frustrating at times. Trust me, when you're sitting there writing a paper, and I have to use fourth-grade spelling words to get across, it's a little different, but it's still a torment emotionally and mentally. And so we talked about that. We went back and forth, and we talked about all the things that that we had fears and we struggled with. And sh- she opened up and she shared. And I was touched and I was changed in that moment, in In that 45 minutes I shared with that young lady and her mom, is that she knew who she was and she had a purpose. And she wanted to go to college and she was going to change the world. And it was because she was choosing every day to be herself. And she we th- even talked about accepting herself being in the wheelchair. We talked about her disability and her her um her ability to move and so forth and she was okay with it the only thing she wasn't okay with is being judged and aren't we all not and so it's it's a hard thing we none of us want to be judged because if i worried about if you guys judge me on my grammar and my um dictation i would be worrying every day so i i don't i don't worry cuz that's who i am and i hope you love me for who i am and not what i should be and that's who we always have to look at and i have tons of other stories of great, great young ladies like the one I met in the wheelchair that changed my life. And it's only that moment if we just take back the facade and the egos and be ourselves and listen and be okay with the imperfections that all of us have. Because guess what? We all struggle on a daily basis. You might struggle with different addictions. You might struggle with other things. And unfortunately, to be yourself when you struggle with an addiction It means that that's who you are. You're somebody that's very driven by addictions, and you have to accept it in order to conquer the addiction and be upfront and vocal with it. So it's nothing bad, and it's something that you have to look at and be okay with it and have deeper understanding. So we're talking on some pretty deep topics here, but it's all about just being who you are. But we're talking about being oneself and being okay with it. Just like those sporadic moments where I lose my train of thoughts. I just have to laugh because I love it. Because it's who I am. And it's who. And let's talk about people like that. So we have old Ty Pennington on Home Edition. So if you're, you're there, my favorite show, I love it. I cry like a baby when I see it, right? And, and what's fun, when you read Ty's story and you talk about who Ty is as a person, he, he does have ADHD and he's extremely... And he embraces it. But look what he's done with it. He became himself... And he didn't worry about it and he became, he used it to his advantage. And Ty used to be, you know, he built and he was a carpenter and then he came into now who he is now. But he embraces that he's totally um, has that ADHD that out of control. And there's been other people that's been great singers. I've always loved to watch um, America's Got Talent. It's a great show. I love it. It's one of my, um, it's like eating chocolate, you know. So, Because I love to watch it because you get to see so many talented people that would never have that chance to sh- express their emotions and everything. So here's a quote I just want to um, leave you for a minute with to think about. As, our, as, w- as we talk a little bit more, we have a few more minutes for the show. But it says, There is but one cause of failure, and that is that a man's lack of faith in his true self. And that's by Will- or William James. And so if you think about it, I like what he says there because there is only one failure is the lack that a man has to have faith in oneself. Or So if as you're sitting there and you're driving or you're doing whatever you are in your in your world right now because your world is different than mine. I don't see it. I don't know it. But in your world, if you're doing whatever it is, be the best as long as it's healthy and it's towards your purpose. If it causes pain and anguish, then change it. Because nobody can make you do whatever. If you're depressed, go serve and go help others. Because if you don't want to have that depression and that mask and then you put on this fake facade when you go out and you try to be happy but nobody knows your deeper thoughts, how depressed you are, it's knowing yourself and finding those things to fulfill self-worth. And truly worth is bringing that love and knowing your loved ones and having that, that feeling there. So it's also knowing where you stand as a person. So we're talking about these things. So we we shared some stories about being oneself. There's another story where um, I had a kid that came in also when I was in LA and we were doing some coaching. We were talking to him and his mom brought him in. He was a teenager, about 14 years old. But this kid was a very talented teenager, very quiet. He had ADHD, but he is also very in- introverted where he didn't talk to a lot of people. He didn't go out and and socialize. So even though he was hyper, he just didn't like to socialize. But his talent was poems. And po- he was a very poetic individual. And uh, at the age of 14, he was writing poems that could be published. So when he came in and he sat down with me, I was talking to him. And and his big thing is time management. His mom was really on th- and, and getting him on about, him, about time management because that was a worry. Because he would just kind of lollygag and do things. and And, um, and he wouldn't get things going until later on and so she worried about that so she would she was wanting him to be a better time manager but his talent was hidden into what he could do when he he used the piece of paper his poetic abilities came out it was really cool to watch and as he read some of the poems to me and and it's funny as you think about the one that's um who who discovered uh uh gravity uh, thomas um I, it just escaped my mind. I have it right here, and I just th- lost it. So, anyways, we'll move on. But um, we th- we, take, we talk about certain people in in life, and it's also the greats that we see that were themselves. So we talk about Einstein, Walt Disney, all those great people that have been our time in our history. Walt Disney was himself, and he it did you know even being himself there was a cost to it. But he was so obsessed on cartoons and doing what the things and he tried other things in his life, as he tells you in his biography. But he never found satisfaction in his life until he was being himself. And, and that's all that's mattering in, in one thing is looking at to what you're good at and being the best at what you do. It doesn't matter on anything else because there's only one you. And that's all it, it counts. It's having that purpose. And so, if you're a bus driver, and I always remember this story when I was reading a book, uh, we actually had the author on in his book, um, Alex to, or Patakos in *Prisoners Are of Our Thoughts*. He talks about a bus driver in that book, which he says he was the best bus driver because he chose his attitude. He chose who he was. He knew he was a bus driver. And he was the best bus driver ever because every time a person would come on that bus, he would greet them. And as he went and did his route, sometimes he even knew most of the people by name. And he changed their their demeanor during the day because he chose to be the best at what he did. If you're a mailman, be the best mailman. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you you develop a lot of riches in this world because one thing you have to understand, you can own a million houses, but you can only sleep in one bed and eat three meals a day, right? So it's what you do in that one day because you can only do one thing at a time. So be good at it. Unless you multitask, you can only do a whole bunch of things half of the time. I'm just kidding. That's what I do. And you know you don't want to do that. So don't read a whole bunch of books and start, but you want to make sure what your craft is and what you do that it's the best at what you do. Know yourself and choose to be yourself. So here's the three things I'm going to leave with you. Seek to understand what your deepest fears are. This is how you're going to find out who you are. What what are the deepest fears that you are you're having to seek understanding of the tendencies that you hide behind? So again, I'm repeating, know your fears, understand why you're hiding behind those masks. What are those insecurities and be okay with them and own them. So again, we go back to addiction. If addiction is your insecurity and you're always stuck in it, Wake up every morning and say, hello, addiction. How are you, my friend? And keep them right next to you, not behind you, not in front of you. Because if the addiction is in front of you all the time, you always be chasing it. If you pretend it never happened, it's going to sneak up and bite you. So you have to understand it and know it. Number two is understand who you are and your powers that you have as far as talents. Because, again, there's only one you. What are your unique talents? And if you're saying, I don't have any, I'm going to call you on it and say, yes, you do. And if you just still don't think you are, call me and or email me at the never give up foundation at gmail.com and we will find it. I guarantee it because if everybody has something because there's only one you in this world, okay And the last thing is know who you are again after you discover this and choose every day to be yourself. That's all it is. Choose to be yourself because we choose to be who we are or we choose to wear those masks because we have those insecurities. So that's it. That's the topic for today. I hope it helped and I hope you think about it and always choose to be yourself. And if you have those struggles and you want to wear those masks to put on that facade, always think about it before you do because just like the great Johnny Car or, or Bob Hope and Charlie Chaplin, it was until they embraced their power and was okay with all their imperfections, they became who they were and so will you. So that's it folks for the show today. So again, always remember what you're doing and have a purpose in life and never give up what you are and we'll see you next week and we look forward to talking to you and if you have any questions for us, get a hold of us.
0: Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I would love to give you a free gift to download but you can also email me at purpose-driven person at gmail.com and don't forget to head over to itunes and leave a five-star review and remember guys always continue to push your dreams and never give up i'll see you next time take care